All right, yeah, Monica, it looks like we have President Trump at a press conference regarding the GOP tax overhaul. Let's listen to it. massive tax cut for the everyday working American families who are the backbone and the heartbeat of our country. Now we're just days away, I hope, I hope, you know what that means, right? From keeping that promise and delivering a truly amazing victory for American families. We want to give you, the American people, a giant tax cut for Christmas. And when I say giant, I mean giant. As we speak, Congress has reached an agreement on tax legislation that will deliver more jobs, higher wages, and massive tax relief for American families and for American companies. The typical family of four earning $75,000 will see an income tax cut of more than $2,000, slashing their tax bill in half. It's going to be a lot of money. You're going to have an extra 2000 but there are many more things than that. Our plan expands the child tax credit for working families. You'll hear the numbers very soon, but they're even larger than anticipated. It nearly doubles the amount of income taxed at the rate of zero. I don't know if any of you are paying zero. I hope you're not. I hope you're paying above that. But a lot of people who are having it a little bit tough are going to be paying zero. It closes special interest loopholes. It lowers tax rates for families. And our plan also cuts taxes on businesses, which is expected to raise income by an average of more than $4,000. So your income goes up. It's like having a $4,000 increase, which isn't bad, which isn't bad. It's a lot of money to spend. A lot of jobs are going to be created with the money that you spend. Very special. And it makes America competitive again so we can bring back that simple but beautiful phrase. You've heard it before, made in the USA, right? I don't know if they've heard it, but you've heard it. Our, our current tax code is burdensome, complex, and profoundly unfair. It has exported our jobs, closed our factories, and left millions of parents worried that their children might be the first generation to have less opportunity than the last. Our factories have left, so many of them, gone. But they're all coming back. And you see it even before we do this. They're starting to come back. Our country's starting to do really well again. And as a country, we're being respected again. We're being respected again. I'm here today to tell you that we will never let bad things happen with respect to the economy of our country. We're not going to lose our businesses again, like has happened over the last number of decades. America is coming back bigger and better and stronger than ever before. Okay? They'll see it, and they're going to see the result. America isn't content just by getting by. America is about getting ahead, about finding the best in ourselves and in each other. We're reclaiming our destiny as Americans, a nation that thinks big, dreams bigger, and always reaches for the stars. 
We didn't become great through massive taxation and Washington regulation. And by the way, we are cutting regulation at a rate never seen before in the history of our country. We became great because our people, our families, and because of our freedom. We became great because of our drive to find the next horizon, to unlock the next mystery, and to begin the next adventure. You know what I'm talking about. And that's who we are, a nation of strivers and builders and dreamers and doers, people who treasure their independence and don't know how to quit. Never quit. Never, ever give up. Never, ever. I say that also to our great cabinet. And they've done a great job. A lot of things have happened. Nobody's done the job that we've done. When government loosens its grip, there is no summit we cannot reach. Our tax cuts will break down, and they'll break it down fast. All forms of government and all forms of government barriers and breathe new life into the American economy. They will unleash the American worker. They will tear down the restraints on discovery, innovation, and creation, and they will restore the hopes and dreams of the American family. Millions of middle-class families will win under our plan. And today, we are honored to hear from a few of those wonderful and truly great families. Bryant and Ashley Glick, right, are from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I know it well. They have two beautiful children with a third on the way. Bryant manages a farm equipment store. Ashley works in healthcare. This year, they were in the 15 percent tax bracket. Under our plan, they will drop to the 12 percent bracket. It's a big drop. Instead of itemizing their deductions, they'll be able to file their taxes on a single little beautiful sheet of paper. That's good. That's good. And instead of paying $2,600 in income taxes, they will get it down to $2,000. They'll save at least $600 and probably more than that. Bryant, Ashley, how about saying a few words? You want to? Come on. Well, thank you, Mr. President. It's an honor to be here. On behalf of the good people of Lancaster County, my family, and specifically my grandmother, Linda Martin, well done. We, many of your predecessors, promised that this reform was coming, but you did it. I, that we are greatly excited about this with the tax savings that we are going to see we are going to put that money into home renovations and I'm excited um, that you were the one that got it over the finish line thank you mr. president the Kovacs family also joins us today from Ohio that's a great state a lot of success in Ohio. Adam is a veteran who works in telecommunications. Lindsay works in administration, admissions at a university, and they have two beautiful children. This year, they're currently in the 25 percent bracket and pay nearly $14,000 in taxes. Our plan gives them their 
time back because they won't have to itemize, and it gives them nearly one-third of their money back, more than $3,500 for one year. I'd like to invite the COVACs to explain what our tax cuts will mean for them. They've studied it very closely. These are very smart, sharp people. They know exactly what we're doing here, and they like it. Come on up. Thank you. This is President Trump and some uh, some guests there at the White House. Hey, it's Gary and Shannon. We're back. Uh, we uh, What turned out to be a seven-minute commute for me uh, then turned into a regular commute because uh, some technical problems prevented us from doing the show out at uh, Westfield Valencia Town Center. But we are still out there. I mean, we still have a presence out there because we are doing our iHeartRadio SoCal fire relief project that we're kicking off today. And along with the donations that we're doing out at the different malls, Westfield Century City, Westfield Topanga, Westfield Fashion Square, and of course, Westfield Valencia Town Center, you can also go online at just iHeartSoCal.com. We have a huge online auction version of what's going on as well. Donated autumn, uh, donated items to the iHeart family that we are then going to auction off include things like uh, autographed items from Taylor Swift and Red Hot Chili Peppers, 21 Pilots, Metallica, Black Keys, whatever. Also backstage meetings with DJ Khaled, Fallout Boy during their upcoming U.S. tours. Sweet tickets, of course, at an L.A. Dodgers game. Chance to watch batting practice from the field, which is an unbelievable opportunity. You can bid online for the iHeart SoCal Fire Relief Project online until Saturday the 30th. That's when the online auction will close. And we'll, of course, remind you of it uh, as we go through. She forgot how to turn. Oh, it's on? How about that? How about now? Uh, There she is. Hi. It makes the giving season that much sweeter. You know, it it makes you feel good about being a consumer and shopping and spoiling everyone you love when you give to people who have just lost really everything. I mean, you know, it's 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 uh, it's homes and it's materials and and it's not it's not health or anything like that. But approaching the holiday season out of your home and thousands of people are going to be doing that in Southern California this year. Well, what we did in Valencia was we just kind of jumped out of the ship and let it keep going. And Jennifer Jones Lee sort of took the wheel at this point. So she's still out there in Valencia. If you want to go say hello, Uh, Jonesy, how's it going? Great, and people have continued to come. They're bummed that you guys aren't here, but what I love is even though they're bummed, they're still giving us our money, their money, because that's what the Red Cross. What I love about today, too, is I didn't, I don't think I really grasped exactly what the Red Cross does when they have these disasters. And part of it, yes, is to come here and do these events and collect the money, but I wanted to kind of know what happens. Where does that money go? And I was talking to someone who works for the Red Cross, and she literally had me in tears. She talked about how when there's a disaster like this and they go to these evacuation centers and they're with these families who have just lost everything, part of her job is to just go up and be that person that you can hug. And she said she'll stand there and let somebody come up and just cry and cry and cry and cry and just get it out. Then there's another Red Cross person who goes and takes the children and hands them maybe a little stuffed animal that comes, all these comes from your donations. They hand them that stuffed animal because that one stuffed animal is absolutely all that child has because that family just lost everything. And she said then they'll hand them some crayons and maybe, you know, some paper. And the little kid will 
they'll sit down and draw. But oftentimes what they draw is the heartbreak that they've just been through. So they're drawing these horrible visions of the fire in their house burning oh down or them running or whatever it happens to be. I mean, if you ever wondered what the Red Cross boots on the ground actually were, that's what your donation goes to. It's so that those people can go and be those first responders for those families who have nothing, including just somebody to hug. I mean, seriously, if that doesn't like bring tears to your eyes, I don't know what will. And so today we're asking for just a minimum $25 donation gets you something back. Like if you want to even just come down here, you donate 25 bucks to the Red Cross. All these places here at the Westfield Valencia Town Center have started giving different discounts to different places. Some places will give you a free appetizer. I think the Lazy Dog's doing that. You get uh, free pizuki if you go to BJ's. I'm taking um, you to bunch- get a pizuki, by the way. <laughs> I heard well, that. We are on our way back. I, I can't believe you've lived here for a couple of years. I feel like a failure as a friend. Uh, I'm pretty because sure you all have I, failed I, me. I, when I moved to L.A., I had a pizuki within the first two weeks. Shannon, and we've been friends for a long time. I know, and I'm sorry that I failed you, and I will not Dang. let that let that happen any longer. Okay, we're going to check back with you, Jennifer. We've got to take a quick break here, but we want more stories from Jennifer Jones-Lee. She is out there at the town center in Valencia. You got a sunburn this morning, sir. Already? You can see it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, I wish we would have been out there for two more hours. All right, more when we come back. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. Yeah. Shannon, KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk with the iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project. Like Neil was telling y'all, us all, we like to do as much good as we possibly can with these radio stations where we work. And today is all about that. We know hundreds of people, thousands have lost their homes with this devastating fire season that we're seeing this late in the year, right before the holidays. Yeah, so the iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project is raising money for the American Red Cross, the Humane Society of Ventura County, and the L.A. Fire Department Foundation to try to get some of these people some of the much-needed funds they will need to rebuild. Jonesy, Jennifer Jones-Lee, host of Wake Up Call, and you hear her on the Handle Show every morning, is still out at the Westfield Valencia Town Center Mall as well. Jones, you have somebody there who uh, has uh, been affected by all of this. You guys, I had no idea. So this family just walks out of the mall and they walked over to the Red Cross area because they saw the sign for relief. They lost their home last week. Burned down in Ojai. Mike Shapiro is here with me. Mike, first of all, I, I don't even know what to say. We're so sorry. Well, thank you. So you guys were probably one of the first people to lose your homes, right, with the Thomas Fire? No, the fire started Monday night. We lost ours by the time it came into Ojai on Thursday, wow. Thursday afternoon. What is that like to be somebody who's who knows they're in the fire zone? Or did you, I guess, in the beginning know that you were in the fire zone? Yeah, because when we bought, we used to live in Santa Cruz. We moved up there about 16 months ago um, after I retired. And because we had to have special insurance, the California Fair Plan, mm-hmm. because we're in a fire zone, no one else insures you, so... Imagine everybody that lost their homes had that same kind of state insurance. What are you being told now as far as relief? What, what, what happens from here when you lose your house? Well, we're waiting. The insurance company finally called me yesterday with a, hi, this is, this is, I'm the adjuster. Okay. And we'll get back to you of what, you know, there's certain coverages, but there's questions on who pays for the cleanup. Does that come out of our rebuild? Do we even want to rebuild there? You know, when you lose everything, 
um, the contents. You know, we need to know everything, where you bought it, how much you bought it, because they're going to depreciate things. We bought, you know, 16 months ago when we left Santa Clarita, we went through everything, gave to Goodwill that we didn't want, we would never use again. So everything in the house was the Necessity. keepers. Necessity, yeah. was the keepers. So it's, you know, it takes, you know, we've married 29 years. So it takes all, you know, over that year you accumulate things. So it's it'll be tough to get back, but um, we'll see. The insurance, you know how insurance works. Yeah. It's never enough to actually, when he told me what the cost was, for structure, I talked to a contractor and he told me what it was a square foot. I basically said, "So oh, that's nice. I can build two thirds of a house." Wow! Because you know, it's never nothing's ever enough, right? But. And that's the thing because uh, we're, we pay for the dirt here in Southern California that we build on. And when you lose your house, you just lose the amount for that house, you know. And it's right, right. Uh, were you able to get any anything out before, Mike? We grabbed. We had a time. We grabbed um, two bins of photos. Um, unfortunately for us, it wasn't the baby photos from our kids. We grabbed the computer because we had a lot of stuff on the computer. And then I had a little firebox of, you know, for our birth certificates and passports and immunization, reg- you know, that kind of stuff. So that was about it. That and the clothes on our back and um, out the door. How quickly did they tell you to get out? What was your notice, if any? Well, that's kind of a sour point. They, um, they told us Wednesday about 2, 2.30. And the fire didn't hit till Thursday about that time. So really didn't come up for 24 hours. If we would have known we had 24 hours, we could have done a lot more. But they basically said, you need to get your stuff and go. We had packed some of that and left it at the garage door. So if one of us was home or not home, they can just load it in the car and go. What are now you as somebody who lost their home I don't know what that's like. What is life like for you right now? What do you, are you living in a motel? Are you living with friends? What do you do? Well, we're in a hotel. We've been in a hotel for a week. Friday, we found out rental here in Valencia. So Friday, we're moving into the rental. And we, have a, we signed a year lease because they're telling us it could be a year or two years, depending on what you want to do, before you can go back, if we want to go back. We're, we're not sure we want to go back. I, mean, I was just going to say, do you want to go back? Well, the thing for us is Santa Clarita... I moved from the East Coast to Santa Clarita 35 years ago. My wife was really born and raised in Santa Clarita. All our friends and the outpouring of support is everyone from here. So, you know, we're thinking maybe we come back here. This is our home. It always has been, you know. So um, we'll probably not rebuild and try to find something here with the, you know, what's left of the insurance money. Well, Mike, our hearts absolutely go out to you. It's people like Mike that the Red Cross helps. It's people just like him and his family. I'm looking at his wife. I'm looking at his daughter standing here. And it's it's these people that your money goes to help. I mean, here's a guy who's... Yeah, exactly. I mean, they just lost everything. So here today at the Westfield Valencia Town Center, we've got a booth set up here. The American Red Cross is here ready to take your cash, your checks. You can go online to KFIAM640.com, do your credit card donations there if you're not able to make it out today. But it's people like Mike Shapiro and his family who will benefit directly from what you're able to give. So we really appreciate it. Mike, thank you for sharing your story. Well, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. We know this can't be easy, but we appreciate it. No, it's, we'll get through it. I mean, we're not going to let that defeat us. Absolutely. It's just, you know, we're wrapping our heads around where to even start. Yeah.
You for know. sure. So I bought a couple pair of jeans today. Hey, there you <laughs> go. That's some a start. Pants, yes. <laughs> Mike, uh, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Jennifer. Appreciate it. We'll You're check welcome. back in with you coming up. And yeah, that's that, those are the stories that you don't hear. You see the pictures of the fire. Uh, you know, you hear from Chris and Carlo about uh, wh- where it's headed, what, what communities you're worried about. But that's and the Shapiro family. That's one of thousands of families that have been affected in this way. Yep. All right. We'll come back. We'll talk more about the iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project. Drain the swamp. We're going to drain the swamp of Washington. We're going to have fun doing it. We're all doing it together. Swamp Watch 2017. Gary Shannon. Doug Jones win in a part of the Deep South that has not elected a Democratic senator since 1992. Left Republicans pointing a lot of fingers today. I did it. You did it. He did it. Bannon did it. Trump did it. No. Uh, I mean, you can pretty much squarely lay this on the shoulders of Roy Moore. Um... Well, and the, the people that, that uh, lifted him up. He was the wrong candidate at the wrong time uh, in the right place. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk more about that whole Roy Moore, Doug Jones race in just a few minutes because ABC's Serena Marshall will join us. Uh, but some of the stuff that's going on in Washington, D.C., uh, Rex Tillerson, I saw this this morning. It was pretty interesting. Rex Tillerson, who as of, what was it, three weeks ago was out Remember, there were stories that they were just trying to figure out how they're going to get him out of there and Mike Pompeo in to be the Secretary of State. Rex Tillerson offered to begin direct talks with North Korea without preconditions. That That is a huge, huge development when it comes to our relationship, if they want to even call it that, with North Korea. Backing away from the demand that North Korea first accept that giving up its nuclear arsenal would be part of any negotiations. Not sure what this means. I mean, maybe Rex Tellerson believes if that North Korea was never going to give it up in the first place and the only way we're going to be able to sit down with them or even representatives for North Korea would be to just say, listen, it doesn't matter what you guys believe or think or bring to the table. It doesn't matter. We just need to sit down and start hammering out some of the little stuff before we can tackle some of the bigger issues. Does that talk? Does that point to the fact that he's a political neophyte? Uh, well, at this and point, not no. Be the guy at the table. No, no. I, I think what this because I think Rex Tillerson. Had we said that seven or eight months ago, we could say that he was a political neophyte. I think he's been in the fire long enough that that doesn't play into it anymore. I, th- I think, uh, just based on his ability to get around and do his job over the last several months. Well, that's a departure from what the White House wants to do with North Korea. Yeah, but I mean, hey, he's he's one of those guys who doesn't. It sounds like he's waited for them. Like he, okay, I'll do what you guys want to do, but not sensing any progress, decide maybe to strike out on his own. Um, Chuck Schumer, this was an interesting story as well. Chuck Schumer says that he has called Capitol Police because there was a document that was brought to his office that purports to detail lurid sexual harassment accusations by a former staffer. Okay, the interesting part is. This apparently is giant, uh, giant pile of BS because not only does the former staffer say, I've never made any allegations against Chuck Schumer, the court document that Axios.com took to Chuck Schumer's office 
is designed. I mean, it's a uh, it's designed to look like a legal complaint, a lawsuit filed in the U.S. District Court for D.C. But one of the red flags, and there are many in this document, there's no lawyer for that staffer named in that document. So even if it were a true legal document, somebody in the courthouse, somebody in the district court would have said, ah, you can't file this without an attorney's name here. Speaking of White House security, did you hear about Omarosa? (laughs) She apparently threw a a tantrum in the White House today and was demanding to speak to the president. Chief of Staff John Kelly reportedly gave her the boot. Remember, she was the apprentice contestant who then became an aide. Uh, John Kelly fired her and she was just cursing reportedly. She was making threats. And then she had to be escorted from the West Wing. They say it got physical. <sighs> and White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders is trying to spin this thing as a resignation that she resigned. Uh, if you resign, truly, you don't end up having to be escorted out and uh, it getting physical. Right. You ever been escorted out of a place? Um... Does that Just count? Think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind well, of fuzzy. There was, there was I... Disneyland. Remember when I got arrested? Yeah. There was uh, the Jack Casino in Cleveland. Oh, wait. No, that was Ray, not me. Yeah, we didn't get kicked out. Yeah. In fact, we prevented Ray from getting kicked out. We did? Oh, yeah. How so? Don't you remember when he brought the security guard over and we all had to basically vouch for him and say... No, he's he's an okay guy. Oh, I would have never done that. I was not there. I think John gave the guy a hundred bucks. Really? Somebody paid off the security guard that night. Seriously? Yeah. I did not I'm know gonna, that part of the story. I have to try to recall that. Uh, earlier today, we were out at Westfield Valencia Town Center. There was a little technical snafu, so we had to come into the studio. But the latest word is. The John and Ken will be out there today at Westfield Valencia Town Center. It's part of our iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project. All of our iHeart stations are out at different places uh, with the Westfield malls, Westfield Century City, Topanga, and also Fashion Square and Sherman Oaks. All of our stations. We're talking KISS, Coast, uh, Real 92.3, MyFM, Alt 98.7, KLAC, and, of course, KFI. All out and about today at these different locations where you can drop off donations. Now, if you're at the Valencia Town Center and you do a minimum donation of 25 bucks, a bunch of stores, it looks like uh, maybe two dozen stores are going to give you different Thank you, basically. $10, 15, 15% off. 15% off, 30% off. $25 it's, gift This cards. is a win-win. Donate and get your shopping done. Yeah, at a discount. So anyway, you can do that at Westfield Town Center, Valencia, Fashion Square, Topanga, or Century City. We'll be checking in again with Jennifer Jones-Lee, who is out there in Valencia now. And, of course, John and Ken will do their show from 2 to 6. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. I'm deep with this girl, but she's out of my mind. Gary and Shannon, today we are going to tell you repeatedly about the iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project, an opportunity for you to help us help the people who have been affected by the ongoing Southern California wildfires. Donations to the American Red Cross, the Humane Society of Ventura County, the L.A. Fire Department Foundation, 
not only are we doing it in person at a bunch of the different Westfield uh, malls throughout Southern California, but also online. If you go to iHeartSoCal.com, we have a whole bunch of auction items donated by some of the biggest artists in the music industry, some of the biggest athletes associated with our stations as well. And all of those uh, auction items will be up and available through December 30th, actually. Well, Republicans lose a Senate seat to a Democrat in Alabama, bright red Alabama. Serena Marshall from ABC News joins us now. Looks like Roy Moore, is is he still refusing to concede? He has yet to concede. He says he wants to wait until the uh, the Alabama Department of State, Secretary of State's office uh, certifies those results. And then depending on how close that is, he could contest the results. A uh, recount is only triggered if those votes are within 0.5 percent. Right now, it looks like Doug Jones won that by more than 1 percent. Yeah, this was a um, this was not a close race, at least after about. I don't know, 7.15, 7.30, our time last night is when I saw the number switch when when Doug Jones went on top and he just he ran it running. Uh, he won it running away. Yeah, well, those last counties that needed to report at that time were known as being largely Democratic blue counties. And that's when he started to get the uptick and the swing in his favor. And this was uh, a matter of turnout, was it not? There was a huge increase in turnout for us. Remember, this isn't just a special election. This was a special election in December. The the, the Secretary of State estimated turnout somewhere in the 20% range, and it far exceeded that. And it wasn't just turnout of people who typically go to elections. This was high turnout of particularly African-American women and uh, people that, for a special election, it's just it's pretty astounding to see those numbers. Republicans on Capitol Hill must be uh, bittersweet about this, Uh, probably happy that they don't have someone in their ranks that has had child uh, predator allegations tossed at him for months now, but also losing that seat. Yeah, that's exactly, I think, a good way to put it, bittersweet for them. We heard from a couple of Republicans who were very much against Roy Moore after that election win last night who came out, for example, Senator Jeff Flake. He said decency wins, clean and simple, and that was it. Uh, But at the same time, Republicans are dealing with this Doug Jones, the Democrat, taking that seat and how this will impact their agenda. One of those points is tax reform. They are pushing now to get this vote on tax reform before Doug Jones is sworn in. They would always plan on getting it before Christmas. Uh, but now it's a little bit greater urgency. Do we have a location on Roy Moore's horse? <laughs> I think there's a Twitter page for him, but I think uh. that might be a parody. <laughs> of course there is. Good Lord. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, Serena, thank you. Thanks, guys. You bet. ABC Serena Marshall there, the latest on uh, the Doug Jones-Roy Moore race from last night. Um, yep, there it is. Roy I, Moore's horse. Sassy, right? Sassy's the horse's Sassy. name. Uh, what should I eat for supper tonight? It's a poll. Oats, hay, pride. Oh, that poor horse. What did the horse do to deserve public ridicule? I don't know. Other That's a good transporting point. transporting the guy. He didn't know. The horse doesn't know. Roy Moore's horse tweeted, I just retained Gloria Allred. <laughs> oh, this Stupid. is a dirty place. All right. Uh, we will next hour tell you again about our iHeartRadio SoCal Fire Relief Project. We have a bunch of different people out at radios, uh, doing radio, basically, out at different malls, Westfield Malls, Century City, Topanga, Fashion Square, and Valencia Town Center. In fact, the John and Ken Show will be live from Valencia Town Center a little bit later, and we'll talk with them next hour. We'll talk with Chris Ancarlo, get an update on the Thomas Fire, 
and uh, more still to come on The Gary and Shannon Show.